USA Angry Pissed Off American Podcast Radio, your host, Jeff Kaufman, heading home after a illustrious ball-busting, back-breaking day. We drilled a, re- a well over the last uh, three days, what was it day? Today's hump day, yeah. Over the last three days, uh, 675 feet down in the ground. We're somewhere in northern Georgia. I don't even know where we are. I've just been following a truck back and forth. <clears throat> but I just got done. I'm not done done. I'm still on the clock. The clock is ticking away, and I'm heading home, and I got about a freaking hour-long drive, so I figured, hey, you know what I could do? I could do one of my infamous podcasts. Yeah, I say that with all due sarcasm, because it's it's not so infamous. <laughs> it's nothing really. It's just a show. It's just some guy who, if you saw me right now, and I'll even take a picture. I'll even take a picture. If you say, "My God, did you get in a fight with a pile of dirt, grease, mud, oil?" Pretty much. Pretty much. For those who do not know my show, if you do not know my show, I'm very sorry. And you've been missing out on a hell of a show. Not really. It's just me. Um, I'm a blue-collar, hard-working American. And uh, I do not like Donald Trump. I do not support Donald Trump. I think the guy's a fucking moron. And I usually make sure I say that in every single podcast. I also like to point out the propaganda that works behind the scenes and up front that's actually helping damage our democracy. And I like to point out lies, bullshit, and I cuss a lot in case you haven't noticed. I'm not afraid to throw down the F word. And you could say I have no class, and that'd be fine, because I really don't give a flying fuck what anybody thinks of me. It doesn't bother me at all if you think I'm some kind of white trash suburbanite. It doesn't bother me at all what you think of me. I support the red, white, and blue stars and stripes. The America I love. What America's supposed to stand for. And that's it. I don't give a flying fuck about anybody in my party. I don't give a flying fuck about anybody in your party. I don't give a flying fuck about Republicans. I don't give a flying fuck about Democrats, even though I am one. What I care about is my country. What I care about is freedom. And what I care about is equality for all. Justice for all. And what I've been seeing in this country since Donald Trump has become president. 
with Russia's help, is a country that I do not recognize anymore. What I see now is a country where criminals are set free and heroes are held in jail. Like Paul Manafort, Michael Flynn, Roger Stone. I don't give a flying fuck what you think of any of those guys. I do care about Reality Winner. I don't know if you're familiar with that name. I suspect you should be if you're an American. But she is one hell of a decorated U.S. veteran who's currently in jail because she alerted the press to Russia's meddling in our elections. She's sitting in jail and people like Paul Manafort and Michael Flynn and Roger Stone are doing the jig at home with a glass of scotch on the rocks, sitting back and saying, hell yeah, it pays to be buddy with the President of the United States, yeah. With all the underhanded things that seems to happen with Donald Trump, I didn't expect him to want to release Reality Winner, even though people have signed, thousands of people have signed a clemency letter for her release. Um, she's applied for leniency and a compassionate release. Um, and she's still being held in jail. But, you know, people like Michael Flynn and, or, you know, all these assholes that uh, the FBI threw in jail or whatever are all running around free because who? Because what? Because they're buddies with a certain somebody that rhymes with rump or pump or dump or gump. Yeah, that guy, the flaming dickwad asshole, loser piece of shit president. Sorry, excuse my language. You might not like my language if foul language is not appealing to you. And I apologize vehemently and ask you to please just change the fucking channel. I'm not going to miss you and you won't miss me. So if I aggravate you in any way or if I say anything out of line, I apologize now. It is not my, uh, my endeavor to do such. But I am who I am, and I say what I want to say, and I don't give a flying horse's butt-wad of what you think. I'm sorry. I mean, I might care a little bit. I'm not going to lie. I do care about your opinion. I just never heard it, so I really don't give a flying fuck. But I, do wanna, I did want to just say that about Reality Winner, because I think of all the problems that we have in this country, and all the dickwads that get to be walk-free and set-free and held without, you know, any... I mean, my God. We've got criminals running loose and someone like Reality Winner sitting behind bars. I do not agree to that. I will never agree to that. What she did, yeah, maybe she broke the law. Not going to lie. I mean, yeah, it, it applies. Justice for all. Justice should be equal. I mean, you see people like Paul Manafort and Roger Stone and all these other assholes just la-dee-da. Not buying it. But if you don't know who Reality Winner is, I suggest you go ahead and Google that. You can find her mom on uh, social media on a constant basis uh, asking for people's support. I mean, I care about her. I care about what happened to her. I think it's wrong. I think it's wrong that she's still in jail. It won't be long, but her mom continues to fight. So I think, you know, more Americans should fight too. And there's a good chance that... Uh, 
well, maybe enough pushing, maybe if enough people, maybe if enough people talk about it, maybe if enough people say something or say her name, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot going on in this country, a lot of protesting and a lot of people standing up for what they believe in and and you should take her into account when you're protesting or when you're talking about her or people like her I should say and my show is not for everybody and I don't I, I you know I'm not like Rush Limp Balls or Glenn Beck I, I you know I don't hide behind a suit and a tie and pretend to be some intelligent incredible person because I'm not well, like I said I'm a blue collar worker high school dropout I'm a nobody and that's okay with me um I don't, I, I'm not here to impress anybody So I really don't care What anybody thinks of me That is not what I'm here for So, you know, I was, I've done a show on this before And I wanted to touch on it again Because I think it's important You know, how we judge people A lot of people judge people solely on what they see. Not the content of their character, but the color of their skin. We see it and breathe it every day in this country. And I'm not just talking about white people talking bad about black people or confronting Hispanics. I'm talking the whole shamil. Every race has its bad apples. Every bad apple has its enemy. Every enemy has its friend. But how we judge fellow Americans and I only am talking about America I'm not talking about the rest of the world because the rest of the world has no excuse well let me rephrase that the rest of the world has an excuse they're not America America has no excuse there is no matching equivalence to equality and justice and I say that all the time and you can find me on Twitter, and uh, you know that's my banner on my Twitter account, by the way. Not that anybody. I only have three thousand some odd people on my Twitter account. I really don't care about Twitter. I don't care about social media. I'm not a social media elitist or whatever. I'm just an average everyday Joe. I got a few social media accounts, and I really barely do anything with them. So I really don't care. But how we judge an American. Now, I, I can go on Facebook. I've got over a thousand followers and friends on Facebook. A lot of them are actually acquaintances, and a lot of them are actually people I know. Real people, not just some guy named Chewy Wooey on Facebook. No, I actually know a lot of the people that are on my Facebook, and I know know them, not just, you know, oh, you're my buddy. But I don't know who you are, I don't know where you're from, but you're my buddy. No. <clears throat> I think I'm at 1,055 people. And out of that 1,000, I'd say roughly 125 of them are actually friends, people I know, people I went to school with. Um, Out of that, in the remainder, there's probably a a couple dozen professional contacts. And after that, there's probably a few acquaintances, people I've actually met. A lot of them are old school chums, people I went to school with. Really. And that's really where I started on Facebook. 
do I do I care about everybody on my Facebook account? No, absolutely not. The only person I care about is my wife and my if my kids ever get a Facebook account. Otherwise, I, I really don't care about Facebook. But I I can go on Facebook and I can find people that are racist, bigots, imbeciles, and morons, and I can group all those people together. I can easily group all those people together. And the thing is, they try really hard to hide who they are. They try really hard to hide their character. They try really hard to suppress their real feelings towards black people and Hispanics and people of color, Asians and other creeds and nationalities. Oh, they'll post pictures of the Confederate flag. They'll uh, praise Donald Trump. They'll make sure that they post information and links to stuff about how bad black people are. But they're not racist. No, no, not, not, no, they're not racist. They'll say derogatory comments and, you know, talk bad about your children, especially if you posted something like I did and said I told my 12-year-old she can marry anybody she wants. Any skin color. Because love knows no boundaries. You fall in love, you fall in love. It shouldn't matter the skin color of the person you fall in love with. Right? Are you with me? But there are some people out there that'll say, well, prepare for her to move back in with you when she's in her 20s, barefoot and pregnant, because her daddy would just, or her husband will just walk out on her. And I'll say, where's the proof? And they'll post a picture of a, a black guy who left his pregnant white wife at home. Gee, I don't... I didn't know uh, that only black people did that. Uh, really? I could have sworn there's plenty of low-life white people out there to do the same thing, but, uh, you know, these are the people that sit there and tell you they're not racist. When they are. They know they are. Back pocket racism is a term that I use to describe somebody who's only racist when they're around the right people. Who are only racist... They are only racist when they know that they won't be confronted about their racism. Who are only racist when it suits them. When it's safe to be. And these same people, these same wonderful people, some are actually, I guess you could call them my friends. These same people will tell you over and over and over that they are not racist. Some of them I actually been around, spent time around, and I know that they're racist. I've heard them use the N-word. I've heard them talk bad about different ethnicities. What are the same people that will tell you they're not racist? And that's why I use the terminology back pocket racism. Because they're totally racists when they're around the white, sorry, right people. What was the small slip of the wordage? Hint, hint. When they're around the right people that will support and agree to the words that they use, they are totally racists. Happily, 
proudly racist. But when they're on social media accounts, when they're in the public eye, when they're around different people, oh no, they're not racist. They believe in equality. And blah, 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 fucking blah. Lies that they use on a continuous basis. Because most racists are cowards. And I say most because it's true. Most racists are cowards. Most racists don't have the backbone to say the words that they might use around the white, right, white, right, right, white people. They won't use those words around a black person. They would never say those words to a black person. And if they did, there better be a crowd of the right people behind them. Because then they feel safe to be able to do it. There's one black guy and 20 white people. They felt they would feel safe enough to say it. They'd They'd feel totally safe enough to be able to say derogatory racist comments towards somebody else. As long as they feel like someone's got their back. So how do we judge fellow Americans today? We should be judging fellow Americans today based... Well, we shouldn't even judge people, really. But when we do, it should be based solely upon who they are as a human being. Not their skin color, not their ethnicity, not their religion, not their creed. But who they are as a human being. Are they a good person? Or are they a bad person? You can't say they're a bad person. You shouldn't anyways. I don't think so. Based on their religion or creed or color of their skin. Now, back back pocket racism is how I judge people. I don't care for racists. I live in an extremely racist area. I'm not proud of it. Believe me, if I had the money, I would move my fuck out of here. Probably California or somewhere where ethnicity is more accepted. Nobody's really judging anybody. No one's really using derogatory terminology on other ethnicities because they think it's cool or that's the way they were raised or that's how they know how to interact or that's all they know or they're uneducated and slobs, morons and dipshits. The point I'm trying to make here, which could be kind of hard to decipher, I'm sorry. Is if we are going, if we are going to be honest about how we view things in this country, we have to accept the fact that there are plenty of racists out there who wear two faces, and those people will judge you solely based on your ethnicity, your race, your creed, your religious choice. They will judge you solely on those attributes and not the content of your character and who you are as a human being. How hard you work. How well you take care of your family. The things that you do. The things that you care about. Am I a good man? Am I better than other men? I I think in some ways, yes. Yes, I am a good man. Am I better than a, a majority of men? Yes. I think so. I think I am because, well, I have my reasons. But I know I'm better. I, you know, I could just say this. I'm better than a bigot. I'm better than a racist. 
because I try my best. No, it's not actually trying, really. It's just who I am. It's how I am. It's how I'm wired. I do my best to accept everybody. You know, I have a saying, unless you're harming children or farm animals, we'll get along fine. You know what I mean? That's all I want to say. Because I, I cherish the right of fellow Americans to do what they want. I believe in what America is supposed to stand for. Freedom of religion is a big thing. Equality is a big thing. Justice is a big thing to me. But when I hear back pocket racists hiding behind the envelope of what they show and won't show, what they represent and won't represent, who they are and who they're not, when they're wearing the face of, I want you to accept me, and not the face of, I do not accept you, those people are vehemently bad for this country. People like Rush Limbaugh. Can I prove he's a racist? No, but I, I would think he is. I, I would think he is. Sean Hannity, can I prove he's a racist? No. No, I can't. But I think he is. Tucker Carlson, do I think he... Can I prove he's a racist? No. No, I can't. But I think he is. Laura Ingram or Ingraham or whatever the fuck her name is. Yeah. I think she is. But can I prove it? No. No. Any one of these cocksuckers. Any of them. Can I prove that they're racists? No. Because they're very careful. They're very careful about what they say. Who they say it to. What's on record. What's not on record. They're very careful. So I judge those people as they deserve. I, I can't prove that they're racist. But I feel it in my bones. And I think a majority of the GOP are racists can't prove it. I have no proof. None at all. But I feel it in my bones. Right or wrong, I feel it in my bones. That's why I use the terminology back pocket racism because it's something that people just keep in their back pocket only use it and only put it on display when they feel safe when they feel safe we'll we'll get back to this in just a second this is danger close usa angry pissed off american podcast radio your host jeff kaufman the voice of reason and insanity i don't know that sounds that sounds kind of good i like that
just random music on the. <clears throat> I'm still here. Thought I'd blast a little music in your way. Oh, beautiful drive. If you could only see what I see before my eyes as I'm driving through the mountains between Georgia and North Carolina, it's a beautiful sight. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Just a lot of beauty in my way here. A lot of gorgeous scenery. A lot of gorgeous scenery. The, um... The equation for judging someone. Now, again, I, I you know I, I tend to try to say it like this. I don't believe you should judge people at all. You know, don't judge, least be judged yourself, or whatever that term is. I I, I agree to that. Come on, drive your car there, buddy. think we should judge people at all but there does come a point in time in your life where you're kind of forced to make a decision about whether or not you respect somebody or can respect somebody and it's usually after getting to know someone and you form an opinion about how someone is their character and who they are as a human being unfortunately we have to deal with these people who wear two faces while out in public, they're one way. Behind closed doors, they're another. And I'm talking about this today because I think it's important for us to realize as Americans that we are never going to defeat racism in this country. Because racism has two faces. I think over time, over a lengthy period of time, racism will de-evolve and just eventually may even disappear but defeating it head on I'd say that's a problem sorry I had to I whistled at somebody it was not a lady I promise just I felt like whistling as an American I have my beliefs in how America really should be. And that belief is formed on the way I was brought up, the things I was taught in school, the recognition of what America is supposed to be, what it is now under Donald Trump, the way it's been divided, misconstrued, led astray. It's no longer the America that I remember, and I'm sure it'll be back to normal eventually. But right now, this country is 
changed and not for the better and I don't I'm not happy with the America that I see today unfortunately when we see what's happening in America over the course of this last month and last month the month before that what we've seen in this country is the empowerment of racism and that racism has blossomed and those racists are like I said they wear two faces and they're very 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 careful about how they say things their little dog whistles and well it's a shame because we're destroying our country by not recognizing this especially in media especially on certain news shows especially on certain news anchors if you want to call them that we can see it we can smell it or we can acknowledge it but we can't prove it we can read it we can hear it we can witness it but we can't prove it and unfortunately those are the cards that we are dealt and when we tune in or should I say exposed to shows like Tucker Carlson like Rush Limp Balls Sean Hannity Mark Levin when we are exposed to these people who just try their hardest to say they're not racist. I mean, they'll, they, no, I'm not racist. No, I'm not racist. I'm not racist at all. But they attack races without being racist. That makes any sense. Instead of attacking their skin color, they attack their character. It's kind of like the reverse of Martin Luther King's judge a man by the content of his character, not the color of his skin. They judge them on the content of their character just because of the color of their skin. Sounds a little crazy, I know, but that's what they do. They're not going to attack the color of their skin because it's not PC. PC. It's not PC. But what is PC? Okay. Acceptable. Is to attack their character because of their skin color, ethnicity, or background, or who they are. Or even a religion, doesn't matter. Especially to the right. The right is vehemently, sorry, I'm saying that word right. I hope I'm saying that word right. The right is cloaked in a Confederate flag, and under, or say, on top of that Confederate flag is the United States flag. So it'd be kind of like wearing a jacket has the American flag on the outside and plush felt lining of a Confederate flag on the inside. I'm sorry, that's just how I see it. I, I, it's my opinion. That's what my show's about. It's my opinion. My opinion might suck. I really don't care. It doesn't bother me. Here lately, what I've been exposed to as an American 
because of Donald Trump being president, I've seen a tremendous amount of failure and ineptitude, empowerment of the wrong people. Let's just face it, we have a very, very ignorant, moronic president in charge of this country right now. Who's extremely inept at his job, a complete and utter failure, more concerned about his ego and praise than he is actually doing his job, wanting you to be loyal, a loyal subject to the crown prince of bullshit. I mean, let's just face it. How many people has Donald Trump fired since becoming president? And for what reasons? I would say he fired most of the people because they are loyal to this country and not loyal to the president. Sorry, I'm trying to let traffic pass us on the road here. And we're back on the highway. Donald Trump has proven to me that he's incapable of leading this country. And he's proven to me that he carries probably one of the biggest back pocket racism cards in the world. And he's very good at it. I believe he's a racist and a bigot. I believe he's a fucking bullshit artist. I don't respect him at all. I don't have any faith in him at all to do a good job. As a matter of fact, I just I think he's a complete and utter failure as a human being. That said, I don't respect the man, I don't like the man, and I would never be loyal to the man. But he has proven since becoming president to be, well, extremely picky. Not picky as in the essence of who he picks to do certain things is based on their character or background or education, but more or less, are you going to be loyal to Mr. Trump? I think he bases a vast amount of his decisions on both how he looks, his his appearance, his ego, and whether or not someone's going to lick his boots enough. I don't trust Donald Trump for shit. And I I stand behind these words. I think he's one of the best practitioners of back pocket racism you'll ever meet. So I judge Donald Trump based solely on the content of his character. And that's where this whole entire show was leading to, just so you know. I'll get back to my opinion about Donald Trump in just a second. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Touch time, my hands. To 
much time on my hands. You know, you can't get enough Chuck, right? Get the I don't know. Apparently I got too much time on my hands. I'll try to finish this up. We play everything. You're I'm, not, I'm trying to get some good music for you to listen to. Let's try it. God gave man that has accumulated more power than any other country on earth, as Barry Farber said, never, and abused it less, but used our power to advance the human condition and save human life and fight back the forces of evil. Have you, are you aware of what their socialist utopia agenda is? It's all in there. Oh my God, it's Sean Hannity! Coronavirus and what he did to save the country from coronavirus. Joe wasn't supporting the, the racist, xenophobic, hysterical, fear-mongering travel ban. That one decision likely saved hundreds of thousands of lives. Hundreds of thousands? Hundreds of thousands from, of Americans from contracting corona. Hundreds of thousands? Andrew Cuomo that bailed out New York, or Comrade de Blasio. No, it was, people to it was Donald Trump. Oh, I love this. Sending COVID this is propaganda. That Donald Trump built and manned and provided every bit of... Oh, my God. Why don't you just shove your face up that asshole? Every ventilator. And keep licking. You know, it happened in New Jersey. happened in Pennsylvania. happened in Michigan. Uh, who expected it to be the worst virus pandemic since 1918? It's up on Hannity.com. It's, what, 41 days, and that's game on. We will live free or we will die. The mob and the media are the most... I have nothing. You know, Linda, have I ever been to a White House Correspondence Center? You have not. How many times did I get yelled at over the many years? I mean yelled at. A lot. By Fox for not going. Many, many times. Okay. I got yelled at a lot. Why aren't you going? You always pulled us. Blah, 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 blah. I can't. I'm, I'm so wishing. I'm dying to go. I'd love to be there. Baloney. I don't like them and they don't like me. Why do you think they trash this program? Why do you think they trash Hannity, the TV show? Because you're a bullshit my life, artist. I, my life compared to General Flynn's life? My life wasn't, isn't it? Well, maybe after reading my name in 302s that Robert Mueller's team put out, asking everybody questions about Sean Hannity, it was a little bit disconcerting, would you say, Linda? A little bit, I would say a bit so. unusual for a talk show host to be in that position. It was a lot unusual. Or my private text messages. It's because you're a public. propagandist. I don't have a right to privacy? I thought it's your bullshit artist. believe in the right to privacy. Oh, we no, believe in the right to privacy. Oh, did anybody, we just don't believe in your right Hannity. to fucking spread bullshit. He, he didn't, why is his you're an ideologist. Not a reporter. And now, by the way, every, you know, now, now half of the world that I've been friendly with hates me because I don't text message and I don't email anymore. Dead. Why? Because like, you, you know, know you'll get caught. What, what's wrong with you? Because you for your britches? Fucking political like, no, outlet. That's all he is. It's not a about fucking me, bullshit artist that can't you know fucking what? stand this I've, cop I've lived a life that I never expected. I have gotten more than I deserve. I'm being blunt. This actually used to be more fun, radio and TV. But this is now too serious to have more fun. The issues are too important to have fun right now. I want to have fun again. Do I know how to have fun? 
<laughs> Linda's laughing. I think they mock me. My staff thinks I'm a loser. It depends how much of that John Rich whiskey we get down here. Then, then well, we that's can talk true. about uh, Yeah, my vacations are in Singapore, Vietnam, Baghdad. Yeah, I wouldn't call those vacations again. Helsinki. Cloudy in the vacation. Well, in Helsinki, we did. I, I do have I wonder why he goes to Asian countries oh, the one for vacations. For all the CNN people, oh, that was a blast. Ah, uh, it was being nice. Oh, I just, you know what? I just do it to mess with people because that's my only entertainment. I love. Yeah, that's like my least favorite person in the whole entire world, and it has nothing to do with what I perceive him. I mean, I, I, I'll just admit to it. Sean Hannity is a propagandist. He is, I would say, part of the right wing Republican talking points outlet chain. Let's just put it like that. Him and people like Rush Limbaugh and all the other fucking asswipes, Glenn Beck and whatnot, um, they're all the same. They all cover for the president, no matter what he does, no matter how horrible he is, the entire world sees Donald Trump for what he is, just like me, a complete and utter fucking failure and a moron. You got people like Sean Hannity and the rest of the fucking asswipes who will do anything and say anything to protect, support, cover up, and misconstrue public opinion. Right now, he's appeasing, trying to uh, appease and uh, keep on a leash the group of people that still support Donald Trump and still think he's great. But he knows. I'm sure Sean Hannity's very well aware what he does. I'm sure Fox News is very well aware of what he does. He's a propagandist. He's the Joseph Goebbels of the new age. And you heard everything he just said. If Donald Trump hadn't done this, we would have had hundreds of thousands of Americans dead. You know, we're, we're, we're not even through the coronavirus epidemic yet. Pandemic, whatever you want to call it. And we're just what Florida the other day said they had 4,000 cases. All of a sudden, a huge spike. Several states, Arizona, Texas, having huge spikes. Because of people like Sean Hannity, Mark Levin, Tucker Carlson, Janine Piero, the whole list of, and smorgasbord of bullshit artists who wanted to convince you, the average everyday American, that everything is okay. You don't need masks. This is all a political heist, heist. It's bullshit. COVID-19 isn't real. The only people that are dying are the people on their last legs anyways. Yeah, Bill O'Reilly said that. You have people like Sean Hannity who can reach millions of people. And he's paid very well. And his job is simply to keep the notion, the belief, the will the power of Donald Trump breathing strong. And the only way you can do that is to dismiss, sorry, let me try that, is to dismiss Donald Trump's character, who he is as a human being. The only way you can uphold Donald Trump like Sean Hannity does is to ignore reality. He's getting well paid to ignore what he sees and hears. He knows Deep down inside, he knows Donald Trump is a complete and utter failure. But he's getting paid very well to act like he doesn't see it. He gets paid very well to keep you, if you support Donald Trump, believing in the dream. 
that is who Sean Hannity is. He's not anybody. He's nobody special. He isn't. But he can reach the masses, and a lot of people respect Sean Hannity's his opinions and wisdom and political arguments and bullshit and whatever else he throws out there on the airwaves, on TV. They see him for what he is. He's just like them. But he's getting paid very well. Just like Diamond and Silk. Just like the rest of the propagandists out there. The big ones, the little ones, the big fish, the small fish. They're either getting paid very well or they're just callous and dumb, ignorant morons that listen to Sean Hannity and agree to everything he says. If if Trump hadn't done this or hadn't done that, we could be in the millions of cases. We are in the millions of cases. We are at 150 some odd thousand deaths. Maybe more than that. I can't even I haven't even kept track. The problem is is that as long as you have these kind of outlets and they're not even news. Sean Hannity isn't a reporter. That's why he doesn't go to these stupid things. He was just saying, I wish I could go to the White House and have one of those correspondence dinners. That'd be great. The reason why he doesn't go is because he's not a journalist. He's not a news anchor. He's a talk show host, an ideologist, someone who spreads propaganda. That's it. That's all. There's no more. There's, I can't even. I, how else do I word it? There's no way for me to word it any, any better than that. You listen to someone like Sean Hannity, you would believe that the President of the United States is an incredible man, doing an incredible job. In reality, we all know he's a complete, utter fucking failure. But Sean Hannity keeps pushing, pushing, and pushing, and saying how great the President is doing his job. He's doing a great job. He's a great President. He's a great this, great that, blah, blah, fucking bullshit. Bullshit, bullshit, and more bullshit. How do we judge? We judge on the content of character. And when we listen to someone like Sean Hannity who dismisses the content of someone's character to lick their boots, that right there is part of the problem, the reason why America is so divided. Because we have ass wipes like that who can reach millions of people with an opinion that isn't even based on reality. It's based on dollar signs and advertising. This is Danger Close USA, Angry Pissed Off American Podcast Radio. Your host, Jeff Kaufman. I don't know what this show is really going to be about. Hey, at least you tuned in. I appreciate it. I appreciate your time. I appreciate your energy. Whatever. All that happy horse shit. I appreciate you being here. God bless this country and fuck Sean Hannity. Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum, Saturdays at 8. Our state legislature legalized recreational marijuana. Then they've been slow. Go to Xfinity. Yes, I end its operating. Oh, yeah, I sure am a magic man. Have a good night, America. Hooah! <laughs>